Hello and welcome back to the Steph Gordon Show. I am really excited this week because this week I'm practicing what I preach and I'm having some holidays coming up. We are going to Bali on Saturday and I'm so excited to get back to my soul home. We are going to focus on some quality time together, me and Timmy. We have so many wins that we need to celebrate and so much has happened over the last five or six months in our businesses and our lives. We just really need to go away, recalibrate, get really, really inspired again and plan for another growth-filled quarter ahead. So we are so excited for that. But today I am focusing on some of the questions that have come through and I've specifically kind of picked out the questions that align to a topic that I'm very passionate about, which is why no one is buying your products. So today I'm going to let you in on a little secret that will change your business and change the way that you show up to sell in your business for life. So please grab a pen and a piece of paper, or if you're driving, just make sure you're staying super sharp and focused because you're not going to want to miss the juicy tips that come out of today's episode. I see women all of the time on social media posts, even within our mastermind saying like, why is no one buying my stuff? Like I'm doing all the things and no one is buying. And I think that if you're listening at some stage, you will have gone through this as well. And today I want to dive into how to actually position your products or services in the market, even when the market is flooded so that you actually get the sale. And like I've said, I've picked listener questions today that are on this topic that will really help you to understand why no one's buying your products and how we can actually start to turn that around. So the first question that we had come through is from a photographer. She says, I'm a photographer and since raising my prices, I haven't had anyone book in for my new offers. Should I revert back to my original prices? First of all, no, probably not. (laughs) You raised your prices, hopefully for a reason. And within our mastermind, we always talk about, you know, the times to know when it's time to raise your prices. And I think I've even done an Instagram post on it a little while ago, so you can go and check it out. But really the reason that we raise our prices is often because we are we become in demand or because obviously, you know, the cost of doing business is rising and we need to make sure that we're able to pay ourselves and to, you know, pay our teams and to run our businesses and still make profit. So you've probably raised your prices for a reason. So we definitely don't want to revert back to original pricing. And it's so rare that price is the reason that your customers or that your consumers won't buy. Usually, and I say this all the time to anyone that's within our mastermind, it's usually because they can't see the value. And I know that's a really uncomfortable thing to hear, but if you have been in business for a little while and you've been underpricing the market and there's nothing wrong with that, um, but if you've been coming in at a lower price point when you first got started because you were trying to get some runs on the board, then people were obviously picking you based on the fact that you were the cheapest or you were in line with the cheapest, right? And it was an easy yes, right? The barrier to entry was a low barrier to entry. It was an easy yes for your clients to feel like they were able to work with you. And so when we pick and when we choose to increase our prices, If you've moved it now and you're in line with the market or you're above average in the market, the people who are price shopping now need to be able to differentiate you on value because if they were picking you based on price before, now we have to get them to consider to pick you based on the value that you bring. And the way that you show that value has to change because like you said before, it was easy to get sales. Before when your pricing was lower, you know, people were like, oh, well, it's only that much. Let's just go ahead, right? Oh, it's cheaper than everything else I've seen. Let's just go ahead. So we want to make sure that we're not being picked based on price, but instead that we're getting picked based on value. And so the way that you do that is really being able to communicate your point of difference. So let's talk about point of difference and what that actually means. 
when we talk about point of difference, it's like what actually differentiates you within the market? And a good place to start here is to do a market comparison. So it's really good to go around and have a little look at maybe 10 or 15 people in the market. Where do you sit in line with the market in terms of pricing, in terms of what you offer, in terms of your packages, in terms of your photographer, like how many images, how many shoots, how many locations, um, how many hours, you know, all of those sorts of things and see where the average price is in the market, where you fit within that price and that value stack, and then having a look at what makes you different. So when you go and you have a look at all of those, I'm not going to use the word competitor because I don't really believe in competition. But when you go and have a look at all of those people within your industry who are doing the same thing, you want to be able to see the gaps in the offer that you currently fill. And so thinking about things like what makes you different, how are you communicating that? And, and when we talk about point of difference, guys, it's not like, oh, you know, I just shoot different photos or I shoot using a different filter or I care more. How do you show that? How do you actually tell people that you care more? Is it in your customer service? Is it that you reply within 24 hours? Is it that your business is totally systemized and automated so your clients can have an exceptional customer experience? Is it that you have an admin team so that you can make sure that you always respond to client proposals? Is it that you have editors on board so you're able to punch out work really quickly so the turnaround time for photography delivery is actually really fast? Maybe it's the way you take images. Maybe it's the fact that you have a marketing or sales background or that you have worked in psychology and you understand branding images and the like there is something that makes your genius special and you want to be able to point that out and you want to be able to communicate that and articulate that really clearly if you're struggling to figure out what your point of difference is if you can't communicate it obviously your clients aren't going to be able to see it so when they're picking between you and somebody else and if they can't see the difference between the two of you really then they're going to pick someone else based on price so if you're putting your stuff out there and no one's buying and you've just increased your prices and no one's buying, it's because right now you've put yourself in line with market pricing where you put yourself above market pricing, which is totally okay and amazing. And we definitely don't want you to change your pricing. But what we need to do now is be able to really clearly articulate the problem that we solve and how we're different in the market. A really easy way to do this is ask your audience or any audience, like go into a big Facebook group and ask what their biggest gripe, their biggest frustration is within your industry and find out all the things that other for example, photographers are doing wrong that are frustrating people. And then make sure that you offer the opposite. So you can make sure that you're solving a problem. So you can have that as your point of difference, as your mission statement, as your, you know, you can update your customer service profile to make sure that it really fills those holes. So like if everyone's saying, you know, oh, it just takes weeks or I never hear back or, you know, it takes like 48 hours or 60 hours to get a quote through, then you can make sure that you offer something that actually fills that gap you're in business. It's not just good enough to be good at what you do. You have to solve problems for people. You have to be in the business of solving problems. That's why people want to buy from you because they have a problem. Maybe it's like, I don't have enough family images. Okay, great. So that's the problem that you solve. Now you want to be able to solve the next problem. Okay, I don't know who to choose. I don't want to wait 60 hours for that quote to come through. I don't want to wait three weeks for my photos to come back right? What problems can you solve? How can you solve those problems? And then how are you communicating that? Where is that listed? Is that on your website? Is that in your social media posts? How are you communicating that you're different? And then thinking about things like values when you are the commodity. So if you're in a service-based business and you are the commodity, if you're a coach and you're the commodity, then what makes you stand out is probably going to be your values. Of course, your previous knowledge and your experience and things like that, but your values, right? The things that you stand by, the pillars, the fundamentals that make you who you are, because we know that 
you are the sole point of difference in your business, especially if you're in a service-based business. And so you want to be thinking about what are my values? What do I stand for? What do we not tolerate? You know, what do we get behind? What do we believe in? What is our mission statement? Like how are we working in the world to make this a better place? And what makes your process different because of those values? What makes your method different because of those values? What makes your team different because of those values? So I want to give you an example. One of the girls in our mastermind who's also a photographer, um, she does beautiful product photography and she has these gorgeous value statements, like these gorgeous value, I guess, words that really describe like who she is and what they stand for. And they were words like innovative. They were words like disruptive. They were words like unique. And that imagery so eloquently shows that as well. It shows all of those beautiful words. But when I went onto her website, all of her website copy was the same as every other photographer. It was just okay. It was okay. It was there, but it hadn't been thought about. It hadn't been, you know, she hadn't written things that were the unique, that were disruptive. She hadn't spoken to the brand as though the brand was disruptive. Like what would a disruptive brand want to see and hear on their website? It's not just good enough to be good at the imagery. Like you have to be really, really good at communicating. Like, yes, pick those value words and then make sure those value words are listed and shown in every single thing that you do. If you're a disruptive photographer or if you're a feminine embodiment photographer, then you need to show up online in that energy. Right. If you're showing up in your Instagram stories, you need to show up in a disruptive manner. You need to be like, we are disrupting your Instagram feed today because we are going to show you how we do it different. Right. Or if you're a feminine embodiment photographer, it's like, you know, we want to like show up in your feminine, show up in that feminine energy, speak from that feminine energy. Like if you are a brand, you need to step into the brand values. And even like my brand, Steph Gordon has a brand, it has values. And every single time I show up, I have to step into them. I don't live in those brand values every single day because I am not my business. I'm a woman and I run a business. And the energy of my business, and if you haven't looked into this, my like into birth charts, my business has its own birth chart, right? I have my own birth chart. My business was born on a certain day, the day that I registered my ABN, the day that I registered for a company. So of course, it's going to have a completely different energy. It needs a different energy. It serves a different purpose in life than what I serve in my life, right? I'm a woman. I have so many things that are going on in my world, so many things that are important to me. And business is one of those things. So of course, when I step into my business, it's still authentically me, but I step into the energy of the business. I step into the words of the business, I step into the values of the business. So I can show up and be the best leader for my business. So I can show up and be the best leader for my clients. And so what I really encourage you to think about is like, what does your brand stand for? What are those words? What are those values? And those things are going to be your point of difference. And guys, if you haven't listened to our podcast episode with Bossy Copy, I highly recommend going and having a little listen to that because we discussed that within this episode. But guys, it is not good enough just to be good at what you do. If you want to increase your prices, if you want to be running a really profitable, great business, you have to show people how you're different. And brand values are something that you can show so easily throughout copy, throughout the way you show up, throughout the energy, throughout the imagery so easy to be able to differentiate on that. So really, really encourage you guys to have a little think about your point of difference. Have a little look at your market comparison. Yeah, we might be more expensive, but we offer X, Y, Z. Okay. You might do it for a certain niche. You might have a better customer service profile. Or if you can't figure out what it is that makes you different, then go to an audience, a big audience, like something like like Like-Minded Bitches Drinking Wine on Facebook group um, and ask, you know, 
what their biggest gripe is within your industry so you can find out the things that they don't like about what's going on in your industry and then you can position yourself to solve those problems. And last but not least, please know your brand values, okay? What you stand for, what your brand stands for, what it means, what your mission statement is, how are you here to change things up and shake things up? Babe, if you're in business and you're not seeing the success that you want, turn up the volume right now because I'm going to let you in on a little secret. So many times I see clients holding themselves back from the next level and achieving those dreams of five-figure months, working 20 hours and having leads flowing into their inbox with ease because they have stories, narratives and limiting beliefs that keep getting in their way. And I see it so clearly because I was exactly the same. I didn't believe that I could earn six figures, let alone seven, from doing what I loved. I didn't think I had the skills. I was worried about what people thought about me all the time and it was crippling. And there's always been this ever-present, deep-seated fear, what if I'm not good enough? And it held me back so often from my next levels of success and it caused so much pain along the way. If you feel awkward about showing up on sales calls, if you're worried that you're not good enough or qualified enough, if you get sucked into guilt and people-pleasing and you desperately want to believe that it gets to be easy and deep down you want to really believe that you know that it is possible, we have just launched Master Your Biz Mindset, which is an 18-module self-paced course that will help you get unstuck, get out of your own way and give you the no-fluff approach to master your mindset. And just for listening to this podcast, we're giving you a $200 discount if you use the code MINDSET200. So head to the links in the show notes below to master your mindset today. Secondly, to this question, when you increase your prices, you also need to increase your sales skills. Okay. Because when you increase your prices, if you were, like I said, if you were charging less before and it was easy for people to say yes, because it was a low barrier to entry, then you didn't really have to sell at all. You could probably just get on and be like, Hey, this is the package. This is what we do. You might even have been even, even able to send an email with a quotation and people would just accept it because it was, you know, so affordable and it was an easy yes for your clients. Right. But when you increase your prices, then your sales skills also need to up level. And if you're in business, sales skills are something that you don't get to not do <laughs> unless you hire a salesperson. Okay. But even then you would have to have a fundamental understanding of sales skills because you want them to make sure that that sales process is uniquely and authentically you guys, right? So having a think about when you increase your prices, you have to increase your sales skills. So if you haven't done any work on your sales skills, it's definitely time. And I know it's really uncomfortable, but within your sales process, you need to be able to build know, like, and trust. So when you've increased that prices, they're now picking based on value how can they choose you? How can they learn to trust you? How can they know that, heck yes, this is 100% the right person? For all photographers, we usually recommend, and all the photographers that have been in our mastermind have had huge success. Like most of them have grown. In fact, 90% of them have grown to more than 10K months and beyond, and some of them up to 20K months, like absolutely killing it. And one thing that we always recommend is sales calls. And I heard a few photographers freak out and probably other people who are listening as well. Um, I know sales calls are really scary, but if you just think about it, instead of calling it a sales call, it's a conversation between you and somebody else where you get to really listen to them and really get on board with what they want, really get them super excited about what they're wanting to do, really get them so pumped to have that conversation with you and to really show them how much of a legend you are and how passionate you are about what you do and how you're different. If you're having trouble communicating that in written word, it's so much easier sometimes to speak 
take it out, right? And for them to feel the energy of what you bring. And so we really usually recommend a sales process that includes at least a sales call, if not maybe a Zoom meeting, if not, you know, maybe a consultation, something like that, so that they can be, you build a lot of trust fast that way. All right. So that's why we usually recommend it because when you're on those calls, they're going to see the difference. They're going to feel the difference. They're going to hear the difference. And you're not even necessarily going to have to communicate or articulate it so perfectly because they're going to want to be in your energy. Like they're your people. Okay. And then last but not least on this question, oh my God, I have so much to say, obviously. Last but not least, you have to believe in the value. So if you've just put your prices up, and you're saying things in your head like it's expensive or it's a lot or you're scared to say the price on the phone or you're scared to send over your pricing list, then your potential client is going to feel that too. Like you have to be like, this price is so affordable. It is a no-brainer. There is so much value. You'd be crazy not to pick it. Like that's the level of belief that you have to have in your pricing. And if you don't have that level of belief, then you either need to build it or you need to drop your prices until you to a point where you feel comfortable and then slowly build them over time. Because ultimately, if you send out a proposal and you are like terrified that they're going to say no, they're going to feel that energy. And like not just they're going to feel the energy, but like universal laws of attraction are going to feel that energy. And so you need to make sure that it's a heck yes and that you are like, I am so on board with this pricing. I am so on board with what I offer. I am so on board that my skill set here is phenomenal and that I am the best for this particular purpose. And if you don't believe in it with that level of belief, then something needs to change. It's either your belief systems, your own beliefs around value or your beliefs around money that need to shift or your pricing needs to shift until you feel comfortable with it because it's going to be super hard. It's going to be like pushing pull uphill if you can't articulate your prices. If you're terrified to sell at that price point, it's going to be felt by the people you're trying to sell to. Question two here is, I have a package that has so many inclusions in it, but people still aren't buying. It's my highest price package and I know it's amazing. How can I get people to choose that package and actually buy it? Oh, this is such a good one. Two things that I'm going to touch on are positioning of your package and then also the value inclusions. So the first thing is positioning of your package. So something that I learned quite early on is that, especially if you're like this person who's said this is a bookkeeper, but there's lots of people who would be in this range where you might have, you might be a life coach or a fitness coach or you know an accountant or something like that, where you have a few different packages. So if you are positioning, you know, each package against each other. And you ideally want to position people to purchase your highest end package, then it needs to be the mecca. Like it needs to have like a heck yes list of inclusions. It needs to have a no brainer. This is absolutely crazy if you don't pick this package level of inclusions. Okay. Um, and so it's not just enough to kind of, you know, add a few more inclusions that are like just add ons. You know, for example, if you were to look at coaching, you know, you might include a Facebook group in your highest end package it's probably not enough to get somebody over the line. Like you might want to have like a full list of resources, a Facebook group, 20 minute calls whenever you want. Like, you know, you want to really stack that package that you're trying to sell the most of with the like absolute creme de la creme of inclusions and then limit the inclusions on the lower packages. Okay. So they're like positioned to be like, this is going to solve all of my problems and get really clear about who each package is for. 
Okay. So it's like when I first started in coaching, I had packages because I was one-to-one coaching back in the day. I had three packages and I had like the, you know, the really small package, you get like two, a one-off session, right? Then we had a three-session package and a six-session package. And everybody booked the six-session package because the way A, it was value stacked to the moon and B, because the jump in price was, you know, a no-brainer. I think it was, I mean, I started out obviously charging, you know, very little like a lot of startups do. And so, you know, the the package, the top package I think was like $1,600 and the next closest package was you know, $1,000, but with half the inclusion. So it just made an, it was a no brainer for the extra $600 to pick that package. Right. But the other thing that I did was I was like, cool, this package is if you're just wanting it, like the first package for one session, which is if you're wanting a bit of clarity. The second package was like, if you're just wanting a little like boost in the right direction, but the third package is where we get all of our results. This is the package that you want to buy if you want to get there and you want to get there fast. So immediately I've positioned them as this is the problem that each of these packages solve. And so if you're not being really clear on either like what the packages, the problems that the packages solve or who the packages are for, like they might be for like, this is for a startup business. This is for somebody who, you know, if you're a bookkeeper, for example, a startup business probably is only going to have like one or two, you know, things that they're going to need some help with throughout the month. Uh, A medium-sized business is going to have a little bit more. They're going to have more accounts to reconcile. Whereas a larger business or a business that's a bit further ahead, you know, that might be what you're positioning this this larger package for. You want to be really clear about the problems that you're solving within that package so that they can see that one's for me. Okay. So it's positioning of your package. So first of all, make it, if you're trying to sell it and you're trying to get everyone to buy it, make it the mecca, make it an an easy no brainer. B, make sure you're really clear on who each package is for or the result each package gets. Then the second thing I would talk about here is you've mentioned that you have so many inclusions and that's amazing, but people still aren't buying it. And we hear this a lot is that you can have all of the features listed, like it includes this and this and this and this and this and this and this. And that's great. And I see this probably honestly too much where all the business owners have is listed is the inclusions. And what you're missing is the benefits. So you want to list out the inclusions for sure. And you want to list out every single damn inclusion, by the way, guys, like you want to list out, you know, if they get a 20 minute one-on-one, if they get a consultation form, if they get you know, 20 minutes of editing, whatever it might be, you want to list out all of the inclusions so they can see just how much value is within the package. But you also want to list out the benefits. It's not just good enough to list out the features of what you offer. You need to list out the benefits. So the benefit is usually started with the words like, so that. So I'll give you an example. In our program, in our program, Purpose and Profit Mastermind, we offer daily group coaching calls so that you can move through your business blocks daily for faster growth, right? So I could have just listed daily group coaching calls, you know, one-to-ones every 90 days, Facebook group, right? But under every single one of those inclusions, every single one of those features of our program, I write a benefit. So not just daily group coaching calls, but daily group coaching calls so that you can move through your business blogs daily for faster growth. Okay. So a benefit statement will usually have a so that in front of it. So thinking about all of the features that you offer, all of the inclusions that you offer, what is the so that statement? How does that feature or that inclusion actually benefit your client? What is the benefit of having it for them? Because I know it seems obvious and I know it seems, you know, really clear to you, but to them, they're like, oh, cool. Why does that matter? Why would I want daily group coaching calls? Why would I want a Facebook group? You know, our Facebook group, because we have the most power-packed 
community that you could ever imagine. You'll get responses, not just from me and my coaching team, but also from people who have vast experience in a number of industries and who can bring so much more value to the table, right? So we use the collective mastermind so we can all rise. Now, it sounds like way more than a Facebook group and it is way more than a Facebook group. And I'm sure that you can think about your inclusions and they're like, but this is so much value. Why are they not buying it? It's because they can't see the benefit. So making sure that when you're speaking about the inclusions and the features of your programs, your offers, your products, why is that important to somebody? Why should they care? How does that benefit them? Guys, we scratched the surface of so many topics today. And I mentioned that these are all things that we talk about in our Purpose and Profit Mastermind. Not only do we have modules on all of these, we also have templates, we have how-to guides. And in our Facebook group or in our daily group calls, we often review exactly what you're offering and review your sales process and give you constructive feedback on how we can make this irresistible for your ideal client so you start making more sales. If you've been on the fence about joining our PMP Mastermind, there is no better time than right now. With the end of financial year approaching, our free strategy sessions are almost fully booked, like they're booking out weeks in advance. So if you want in, click in the link in our show notes to book yours now. We would love to help you figure out what your next three steps are so that you can finish this year off strong. As always, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I would love it if you could screenshot this episode and tell me what your biggest takeaway was. Tag me on Instagram. I would love to have a chat. My DMs are always open, so feel free to slide in whenever you like. Have a beautiful day. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. My personal mission is to help women just like you to grow their business and give you the advice and insights you need to make your business go boom. And as part of my commitment to that mission, I have created a mini course called the Boom Your Biz mini course, and I want to offer it to you completely for free. So in this three-part mini course, you're going to learn how to identify and attract the perfect clients that you actually love to work with. You'll learn an easy and effective way to build your core offer and increase the amount of people that actually take you up on that offer and how to generate endless high quality leads absolutely free. Included in this free mini course is exclusive training. I give you templates and processes that you can follow and implement in your business right now to start seeing results straight away. The value of this mini course, guys, is 497, but I'm giving it to you completely for free. So if you're ready to level up and take action, use the link in my show notes to download this mini course. I'll see you next episode.